We're going to talk everything from the rumors that Vince is looking to sell. What? Well, probably not, but maybe. Uh, dive into another week of the Wednesday Night Wars. And, man, wrestling has fully just buried its hands right in the couple jelly jars of managers. Because they're everywhere right now. I'm ready to talk all that. We're going to try and do the show as efficiently as possible. Matt is on the men. He's toughing it out just like a real professional wrestler. Matt! It's been hot and spicy. You got some spice right in your eyeball. How the heck are you? I'm not doing great, everybody. But it's Thursday night, so we're recording. Yeah, Woo! Um, yeah, so uh, the the eye, if you're a fan of the Brothers of Discussion, you know that my daughter raked out my eye uh, about a month ago. Uh, it was doing better. And what the... So the doctor had to kind of play detective, as, as doctors do, you know, once they, they have to kind of diagnose what the situation is. Um, so kind of like a perfect storm, my eyeball dried out. He thinks I probably had some sort of vivid dream, and my eye just went crazy while it was dried out, and all of the new cornea that made itself uh, to protect my eye is now gone and i scraped it all away underneath my eyelid and uh, i'm back actually uh they they said it's it's the worst that it's been uh it's now considered instead of just an abrasion on the cornea they term it as a large abrasion uh so yeah i'm i'm on drugs right now so i'm doing okay uh i can get through this as short as we can do it but uh yeah just Figure if we have pro wrestlers out there, right, doing their their moves when uh, when they're hurt, why isn't Matt just talking on a podcast when he's down to one eyeball? So yeah, wow. um, I've got a contact lens in now. Actually, Ooh. this would be fun. You can probably see it. Is the huh. size of this pupil, and then the size of that one. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Jesus, Matt, you look like Kane in 2002. Yeah, exactly. Um, just uh, more or less the proof that this is actually going on. Uh, but yeah, there's a contact lens in there right now that's acting as a Band-Aid. And uh, I was told, Mike, I got the great news that because of the way my eye reacted, this might be for the rest of my life that I have to deal with this. So protect your that's eyes cool. around little ones. That's... Uh, that's well, the message least, uh, to send. At least the newest, dirtiest player in the game, Little Nate. Because um, at yeah. least man, you kind of look like, uh, kind of look like Thor. You know, when he had the extra eyeball that came out of Raccoon's uh, Rocket Raccoon's butthole. Well, yeah, you and I are in a, a book club, and I think it was the fifth chapter where they, uh, the characters in our newest book in our book club, met a guy. So this is on the day it happened, but they met a guy with a, a marble eye, and then I was like, "God, oh, Jesus, that's gonna be me." And I had like, you get like that anxiety, <laughs> that that um, irrational fear of like, just because my eye hurts, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have a marble, 
or a glass eye soon. Uh, but anyway, if you guys want to hear those episodes where uh, the first the first strike happened from my daughter, uh, you want to go to bodpodcast.com and brothersofdiscussion.com. Um, the social media has been pretty light because I've been, I can't look at my phone. I can't watch TV. All I have are audiobooks and podcasts right now. So thank you to everybody that's putting out content for me to listen to. Um, but, uh, yeah, once I get back, uh, what I wanted, what I wanted to start next week, Mike, here's the big announcement. We're going to be doing, in honor of my daughter, a new show I'm going to try and do on the daily called nap time. That's right. So when I put my daughter down for a nap, I'm going to be jumping on Twitter to do a live how do you do and talk about whatever the most pressing matter is in pro wrestling on that day. So that's going to be starting Monday. Okay. Uh, We just want to get some more live content out there for everybody. And, uh, you know, we've got stuff going on YouTube, Instagram now. Why aren't we doing something live on Twitter? And that'll be uh, my little how do you do probably around noon uh it will have to fluctuate depending on when i get my daughter to go down uh for her nap but nap time starting this monday with the brothers discussion uh before you get too far away from your eyeball because i know we, we almost hopped into like wrestling talk um yeah so you saw the doctor he gave you your new thor contact lens uh did you bring up the patch that's on me so that's uh i really thought uh we were Doing a show of the pirate patch tonight. I was kind of excited, and then uh, I saw your freakish eyeball, and I'm a little let down. I wanted a big black pirate patch. Do they still do yeah, those? That's, that's on me. If I want to get a big old pirate patch, I gotta go get one. I'm glad you said pirate patch because that's what I said to my wife last night, and I went, "Oh, I mean eye patch," but <laughs> we've all said pirate patch. So. Well, that's what it means. <laughs> it's a pirate patch. We all know what I'm talking about. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's when I'm ready to get that. When I'm ready to get that patch, they don't they don't have those aren't uh, medical grade pirate patches. They're not prescription. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Uh, my you wife look like you're uh, doing a Jim Brewer impression right now. <laughs> well, I've mentioned before my wife's a doctor, and she said they they have done like if it's really bad that they'll do a patch that holds your eyelid down. Uh, but I don't necessarily need that because I need less eyelid touching my eyeball. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Even when I made it to the doctor's office today, my eye hurt, but it was easier for me to leave it open and let it dry out so I could still sign all the documents and find the waiting area because uh, it's just... Well, so the context... This, it's so like fragile that like if I... Before I had the contact in, if I did this when my so i have an eye open that means i'm looking around your other eye doesn't stay stationary so my eye would be moving around just like when i use this one so i would scratch i've been scratching it the last couple of days till they put this contact lens in so i've just been getting closer and closer to like uh you know the lens and the, the the iris and the retina and that's bad so don't don't do that um wow yeah, it's scary stuff, but thankfully it got taken care of today. They, I was the last patient that uh, my eye doctor saw today, so he, he fit me in to give me the the contact lens. I should stop covering my mouth while we're... But. So, uh, you saw the eye doctor, the last thing before he goes home for Thirsty Thursday was look at your eyeball. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is the question, how much confidence do I have in what happened? Ah, yeah, did it seem like he cared, or...? 
Was he kind of mailing it well, in since the end of the day? I've lost a lot of confidence in doctors in this whole rigmarole because, um, like, the the idea is just that, yeah, it hurts, uh, it sucks, it's going to hurt again. Like, what happened to my eye, they said, is pretty normal. Like, other people, or most people that have those cuts on their eye will get another cut. Like, it just will happen within a month. And yeah. it's just kind of like, and we didn't plan, we didn't prevent no. like plan to prevent this and the doctors are like no we don't we don't have anything there's nothing in place we just let it happen you'll be back we make more money it's all you know so uh is there you know, like if you um i'm trying to think of a good example but you can like if you're in a lot of pain right yeah you can like get a shot in your arm it'll go numb or you're gonna go to the dentist and you get a shot and then your face is numb and then they can do the surgery and you're not screaming in pain Right. Is, there, is there something the eye doctor could have done to make your one eye lazy so it didn't run around all over? No, they uh, they gave it to me. They gave me, it's just an eye drop. It's like, that's the thing that blows my mind is that they haven't just let me take this thing home. <laughs> but I guess I would have just scratched my eye and made it worse every day. <laughs> but this eye drop immediate, like I, I kind of, I like going to the eye doctor when I've, I've had this problem because they give you the eye drop right away completely numbs just the eye and the eyelid and like all the pain goes away it's fantastic like i'm coming in there my nose is dripping because there's so much pain on my eye my nose starts to run and wow. all that just go it all it's just gone right away like i mean i'm punching pillows and walls it hurts so much i told the doctor like i said this is a nine out of like they tell you what's a uh, one out of ten i say <laughs> this is a nine the scale is that goddamn bad. Yeah. Like, think about, um, do you remember in The Mummy? Uh, I know we're going back to like 1998 or 96. Um, not the Scorpion Brent, Brent and Fraser. Yeah, his career yeah. was skyrocketing. Yeah. Do you remember the guy that had the bug eating his body from the inside out and he decided yeah. to just run into a wall to kill himself? Yeah. I'm not trying to kill myself, but I get it. Like, if my eye did not yeah. stop hurting, I don't know how i could take it i don't know what i'd do like it would just be like no hit me over the head with a pan until i can't feel this anymore it wow. hurts so goddamn bad Whew. man who's ready to talk wrestling you only got like 40 more years on earth left matt so that's good yep. you get to go. i mean if if it turns into me putting in eye drops like they talked about these special eye drops i'll have to be putting into my eye possibly for the rest of my life It'll just be something I get to hold over my daughter's head, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is all you got, Daddy, for Father's Day, huh? All right, well, move over. I have to grab my eye drops that I need for the rest of my life because of you. All you're right, gonna go, no, You're going to go on a date, huh? Well, I guess I'll try and put in my own eye drops. I, I appreciate this macaroni picture of your hand. It's wonderful, you, you I guess. It's so good. I hope it doesn't scratch my eye. Oh. Here, can you help <laughs> me with this uh, lottery ticket? I know you got really good fingernails for that. Although, I will say, if she makes me a macaroni picture of her hand, and it has my eyeball at the end of one of the fingers, that that like would a, make like my a, I would laugh so like hard. A, like a ruptured ravioli at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Have like a ravioli with an olive. <laughs> Crack it open. All right, um, Mike, um... Speaking of cracking things open, the WWE's hoping that Fox or uh, Disney... This is great, too. Let's I gotta crack tell this story. open those wallets. Right. Yeah. There you go. Bingo, bingo. 
Now, this is how this is how little credence there is to this rumor that Fox or Disney would be buying uh, the WWE. First of all, this is coming from Dutch Mantel, who's also known as Zeb Coulter. Oh, yeah. Credible source there for WWE rumors. Hey, we the people. All right. He came up with that. It's good stuff. <laughs> Ish, issue number one with his rumor is that he he said Disney would be buying it. And it would be a joint purchase between Fox and ESPN. Problem number one here. Fox sold its content to Disney. People still to this day think that when SmackDown is on Fox, it's a Disney property. No, Fox is still Fox. Fox sold all of its content to Disney so that Disney had a bigger, you know, like they, that's all they were buying. They weren't buying the, like whatever's on Fox, like the NFL Sunday. Uh, Fox re is in the middle of rebranding itself to be more of conservative America's uh, answer for uh, entertainment consumption. They are still their own thing. So Zeb saying that, or, or Dutch, that's strike number one, right? Number two was just that he said ESPN was buying it. No, it's not how it works. ESPN is owned by Disney. ESPN doesn't just go, oh, we're going to buy WWE now. No, it's just a channel, a brand. Like, it's not... Oh, it's yeah, not ESPN its own thing. just kind of has their own agenda. I hope uh, right. hey, Disney's a little busy right now, so we're, we're going to make a few transactions. Let's <laughs> hope they don't notice. So, uh, all right. I think, I think the reason we brought this up, uh, nobody gives Dutch... Come on, right. Dutch. Uh, nobody's should really believe this it's just that with the way the um the covid situation is right now it's not that far-fetched um and sometimes sometimes where there's smoke there's fire so it's mm -hmm. just something to think about that potentially vince could be <sighs> eyeing those disney dollars um and getting some mickey bucks i don't know it's it's not that crazy well, I, I, there's more issues <laughs> There's more issues. Man, I, yeah. I thought we were uh, good to go. There's more? Like, Disney was actually rumored, like, just a month ago uh, that they were going to be purchased by, like, Apple or Amazon because their stock had dropped so much. So, um, you know, I'll bring up another issue in a second, and, and it relates to this. Wow. But uh, Disney's not, like, they've shut down their parks. Their movies are not being released. They are not in the position to be purchasing the WWE right now. There's nothing there. They have Disney Plus. That's about it. That's the only thing that should be raking in any dough unless people are just setting up their vacations beforehand. Um, but I I don't know. Like all of these. Uh, okay, so there's that, right? And the other thing I read online when I was looking up this rumor was that people think that uh, nobody's going to spend the $5 billion that uh vince is asking for for the wwe which that's not again that's not how it works <laughs> he's not slapping a sticker on the building out in connecticut um but the reason that there would be a rumor that they would be selling is because the stock had dropped so much so that means the value of the company would have dropped meaning that they they'd have to be if there is an asking price it's much lower that's why disney was being rumored to be sold and and that rumor was also pretty soft and didn't have a lot to it uh disney would be so stupid to say this this one nine month period is why we should sell our company um but think about like think about that like the wwe would would be at this point where it's like like vince who's been 
really in charge of this what since like 82 i think i just saw yeah. that so he got it from his dad yeah yeah 1982 and now he's gonna sell it when it's at its lowest point and there's opportunity for it to come back like it's not like we don't see the end of covid soon i'm not i'm not saying that i think it's I don't think it's a few months away. I think it's longer than that. But they'd have the opportunity to just get operations rolling again and then try and sell later. Like, all of this, none of this makes sense. Uh, And I I just, uh, number one is that this is all coming from Zeb Coulter. So, um, whose last name when he was a character was based off of Ann Coulter. So, there's like strike five. So, he's already (laughs) on his way to striking out twice. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I... The thing about this, the fun conversation, is that I would be happy if this happened because I think a lot of good changes would happen with the company. I think it would turn into, like, the way that we're enjoying Tony Khan's stuff where he's just a fan of pro wrestling and he's helping put together AEW. I feel like somebody like that would be put in charge if it was a purchase by Disney or Fox. I think it's very unlikely that Disney would buy it and put it under the Disney umbrella because it just, right now, doesn't really fit. Um, I, uh, with that said, me. I mean, yeah. uh, Hans Landa once said, Ooh, I love rumors. Facts can be so misleading where rumors, true or false, are often revealing. So, Matt, I think, uh, I don't think Who's WWE's... Hans Lando? Hans Landa. That was just my Michigan accent coming in, so it just sounded like, you know, from uh, Inglorious Bastards. That was ah. little Christoph Waltz when he was getting his uh, Oscar nomination. Yeah, you gotta throw in the reference. <laughs> Everybody knows Hans Landa on a first name. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, it's just uh, I think like what that quote is saying is that some of these companies, you know, like you mentioned, Disney uh, stock stock value dropping, WWE obviously as well, and that there's there's just financially you could kind of draw the line and see where this narrative you know, could possibly come to fruition, but it's just like, if everything's down, I, I don't know who's swooping in with, you know, everybody like, you know, tightening the belt, um, you know, punting, uh, uh, um, you know, promoting content, uh, selling content, uh, creating content while everybody's just sitting at home doing awful like zoom content. Yeah. It doesn't feel like this is the time, like the right time to start buying and especially not for these companies to start selling. That sounds like a nightmarish way to really get, you know, nickels on the dollar. Um, and, and think about Disney has a brand new CEO right now. They just waved goodbye to Bob Iger and brought in. I Bob think Bob Cabot. Iger uh, waved goodbye. I don't think Disney was like, all right, bye, Bob. I think Bob was like, I want to do something else. He, he's <laughs> yeah, an amazing he's man. For I, I don't think I think years. Disney was like, no, 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 no. So, but uh, right, but to that point though, like Bob Chappie's not going to come guys, in. His first the, move is not. Uh, <laughs> Bob, uh, Bob Iger finishes pick, picking up Pixar, Marvel, I a lot Star of us Wars. Have iPhones. I think we sell Disney tonight. Who's with me? <laughs> Let's make that big splash, huh? Who's with me? Yeah, but he's not going to come in and he's sitting down in a meeting. First, he's not pitching this. But who's ever pitching? Hey, WWE stock just dropped. And he's trying to live up to Bob Iger. There's no way that he's jumping in and like, that is, those are the kinds of ideas we're looking for right now. Let's get I, another failing company. We'll push <laughs> them together. It's not happening. 
No, it's not with can, Disney. You can see the thread of where it might have come from, but it's not happening. Yeah. Um, no, it's a good it's a good rumor because you read it and before you start doing the research, you're like, oh, it's got some credence to it. But then when you take you like when you go from you know, you look at the table of contents and then you go to like the preface, that's where you're that's where you start to see the holes. <laughs> Not even in chapter one. It's the preface. That's where you're, you're like, oh god, this none of this makes sense. This is this is awful. Well it's uh I think some of the stuff coming up too is like, um, like we we were starting to get to a point. Um, I know you know we in Michigan at least are kind of feeling like you know what things are finally under control with COVID, and it's like we still have the like what third most deaths per state in the United States. Yep. Um, but for some reason we think everything's good now. We've hit this plateau. Uh, there's still this very high likelihood that the disease is just going to rapidly, exponentially grow after everybody goes back to work, goes back to Applebee's, goes back to wrestling shows and stadiums before we should be, and it just gets way out of proportion Like because nobody wants to stay home anymore. We have our short attention spans. We want to get back out into the social realm, and society's just going to be fucked. Uh, yeah, wait, so wait if for you those think vaccines, this, if, folks. If you think this quarantine's bad, just wait till the next one uh, when we don't do this one long enough. <laughs> uh, so I guess what I'm saying is that potentially WWE could bottom out. Something like Disney could bottom out if they can't produce content and they got to sell it to somebody like Amazon. And Amazon is just rolling in dough right now, uh, being one of the main companies that's still you know firing on all cylinders. Uh, sending their their people out, you know, into the uh, disease-ridden war zones uh, with masks and gloves. Sometimes yeah. um, I've gotten a few packages that were, uh, you know, you felt kind of safe. Not really. Um, I wouldn't have sell, sent like an elderly person to get my package. I would have sprayed it down first. Um, it, it didn't look it didn't look as safe as it could have been. Anywho, that's that's going down a whole other rabbit hole, but. We're operating now under this thought that, you know, everything's going to be fine come May. You know, the NBA said they're coming back. Uh, the NFL just had a draft. Everything's back to normal. And we don't know what's going to happen in a couple months, Matt. No. Nope. You could still potentially see all these sales as all these companies bottom out. So, yes, I think that Dutch is uh, a wizard of getting clickbait going because he got us talking about it. He got a bunch yeah. of people clicking on whatever he said, but we're all just operating under this guys. Everything's okay. And it's not, it's not quite there yet. We're not, we're not safe. Uh, Michigan as an example, just again, uh, we're almost, we're, yeah. we're, we're almost, we're halfway to halfway to getting uh, six figures in terms of infections. It's such a weird uh, thought, too, that, that like the anti or the, uh, I, I wouldn't even say someone playing devil's advocate. I mean, we've seen the people walking the Capitol building in Michigan with their AK-47s. Uh, like, to argue that it's not real while we're in the midst of quarantine and and the quarantine is working and to say we should stop quarantining because people aren't getting sick just I, there's such a like the gap between let's do a thing and it works 
and all this metal that they're missing. Where? <laughs> I... Yeah, that that attention span is it's literally going to be a killer. <laughs> um, because I don't know what they're missing. Uh, <laughs> you can go to your restaurants and just get carry out. You're you're fine. Yeah, you can go do your your landscaping now. It's all go, available. You could go to golfing. You. you could go on your boat. Just wear I mean, your goddamn mask. You could go grocery shopping. I can go get. I can go to Home Depot and get my stuff for the weekend. I, yeah, there isn't that be, much uh, I'm missing out on. Staining my deck. As a small business owner, yeah, life's pretty hard right now. Uh, but I, I don't know if all these people clamoring up into uh, the Capitol building in Michigan uh, are all small business owners. That's not the feeling I get. Yeah, I, I would just say, like, all of this, I don't know. It's it's like, for small businesses, I've done my part. I've been trying to buy from, from uh, some restaurants. We make a point now, my wife and I, like, even this week, where we were before putting down the recipes that we would do on a weekly basis. And just last night, or two nights ago, we fit in on Tuesdays, it was diamond steakhouse so they were saying they were going to open back up so we're like all right they're opening back up for carry out we must support them so that morning we put in a pickup order and they had it ready to go at four o'clock for us like you know that's that's the easy step to take but um i also say some of these i'm sorry to say but some of these businesses are gonna go out of business like it's it's, it's gonna happen and i i would I'm fine with that. If I had a small business and I had to choose between putting more people in danger and just knowing like, like your name, your name's attached to it, but there's so many different things that help small businesses from government, including just being able to like declare bankruptcy and kind of start over. Like I just, there's so much there. I, mm, and plus they're doing extra, extra money going out uh to anybody that's struggling right now and then there's there's probably going to be more laws to come and folks if you want more and you are of the conservative agenda consider voting for joe biden um or actually let's back up a few months and vote for bernie sanders because when you're asking for all these helps and handouts if you'd voted for bernie sanders they'd already be there they'd be in place and most of us would probably be working like 28 hour weeks and uh, we'd all be much happier. There'd be way more podcasts out there because <laughs> because we'd be working 28-hour weeks. We'd be taking time off because we have babies. We could actually take time off when we're hurt. When small businesses have issues like this, the government's able to step in yeah, and help. I, but I mean, uh, you got to uh, vote for Bernie first. I think... Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't think there's a lot there that I would disagree with. I just want to reel it back in and, you know, take it to wrestling. If, you know, this hey. is... This you started not, this. If this is not a good time for small businesses to be uh, expanding and, you know, the usual faucet of business that we're used to is kind of at a drip right now, probably not a good time for you to sell your business because probably not a good time to buy your business. And that ties into WWE, who, God, I, I don't know how they manage it. Vince McMahon and his chrome balls are, it's the only sport still producing content every week. Uh, multiple times. So I, I don't think that he's ready to cave and have his product be run by Disney. I don't think that that's something he would do. Maybe Triple H would do. 
because he's a good businessman, but Vince's chrome balls are not going to allow this to happen. I, I would be stunned is not the word, Matt, but I, I think we can move on. I think that this rumor is it's just uh, a, uh, a microcosm of what COVID has done to our economy. <laughs> uh, it's what it's done to a, a, a wrestling uh, promotion and a wrestling podcast. Um I think uh, I, I think we can move on. It's just we had to bring it up because it's just crazy enough that it could happen. But I, I don't I don't think Vince's balls will allow it, man. Well, yeah. Let's talk. Uh, you wanted to talk Selena Vega. Yeah, uh, just kind of some interesting stuff here. Uh, kind of weird getting out about Andrade, who uh, you know Lucha Underground. He was really big. Triple uh, A. He was really good. Um, you know, he was with Rey Mysterio before he got re-signed, and they were putting on great matches. And so WWE kind of rubbed those palms together and brought both those guys back uh, to WWE to get some magic going. And uh, Andrade was an NXT champion. Um, he did really well down there, and they called him up to WWE, and they, they give him value because they have a lot of uh, Latin wrestlers, um, you know, that, that uh, a lot of those guys are in in the like the cruiserweight division but andrade is a little bit bigger guy they've not just pushed him at they've given him a real manager and i i think what i wanted to do is kind of we might just lump these together and it's just basically like wwe right now in a in a time of uh of uncertainty they're they're definitely using this time to experiment and one of the things they're doing is pushing somebody like andrade who we've seen it in his promos uh, he does not comfortably speak English, which is why he has Selena Vega as his mouthpiece in the first place. But additionally, Apollo Cruz, while Andrade is getting this push, Apollo Cruz, another guy who, as an American, also has his troubles uh, with the English language, which is why he's not on the microphone. He's just out there being the incredible physical specimen that he is. WWE is taking this time to experiment. Uh, Matt, is this one of the blessings of COVID in a way where they're letting these guys who, you know, maybe wouldn't have gotten an opportunity um, are suddenly getting pushes, uh, getting heavy TV time, uh, and they're winning matches? I think so. I think uh, that's one of the things we've we've pegged uh, on, on social media when we're watching it live. I, I uh, actually dubbed it the Apollo Crews COVID push um, while I was watching it. I'm just, I was shocked that uh, he's already out of money in the bank. They have him do that knee injury mid-match. So now he's done. Um, well, the rumor is that there's supposed to be some gauntlet match um, on Monday to decide the last money in the bank spot. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that's all that is, is they're trying to replace Apollo or they're trying to have him look like a conquering hero if he can, you know, win that match with a, a busted knee. Oh, oh. I would I mean, if he's in that match, maybe. But it would be kind of weird if they said, You're out of the money in the bank, but you can win yourself back into the money in the bank after we took you out with your knee injury. Um I don't I don't think that's what's happening. I think um they're gonna try and fit somebody else in there that maybe they thought was sick and won't be or Maybe the um, the hacker is coming in. Uh, 
I just, uh, it looks like one of those. Obviously, he didn't really get hurt, so it's it's not until we actually watch Money in the Bank we're gonna know what's going on. Um, but there there's a couple of things there, like like the hacker jumping back in or somebody with a bigger name coming no, back. No, I uh, yeah, it's just it's just kind of been an interest, interesting time because um, you know we've talked about how you can still strategically pick who gets a manager and who doesn't. You know, because we talk about strengths and weaknesses, you know, what are you good at? What are you not good at? And Apollo Crews, I don't think there's anything physically that that guy cannot do. Um, the way he can sandwich, like... He can slap the fuck out of you. He can slap definitely the fuck out of you. <laughs> Jesus. He'll slap... Yeah, that was a pretty thunderous slap there. Well, um, that, like, it was the same exact sound as Andrade smacking the metal belt. And then the next thing we hear is this... Apollo's slap across Andrade's face. Yeah, that they're both. It both sounded like two trays of metal clanking against each other. Except one was Andrade's face taking the hit. Yeah, it sounded like someone took like a wet towel to the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz. Just whang! I was like, yeah. wow, that was a dude's face. And I think Andrade was even a little like, ow! What the yeah. hell, man? <laughs> This is wrestling, piece of shit. Ow. Well, he needs Alina. He needs Alina to say "ow." He just "ow." That's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, like, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was just gonna sandwich that with his uh, gorilla press, which is so seamless. It, it's terrifying how liquid the, his strength is. Um, and then like a standing shooting star press. Yep. Like the dude's made in a lab. He's crazy athletic, and he he could really use a mouthpiece. He could honestly use Selena Vega, who right now is carrying three wrestlers. Uh, they just created a stable, uh, and the stable is just guys who need uh, somebody to speak for them. And it's Selena, who knows how to sneer, knows how to get under your skin. Uh, I think her back and forth with Drew McIntyre the past couple weeks has been just one of the best segments on you know, Monday yeah. Night Raw. Um, but you're saying just, you 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 think she's misplaced, or you just want to keep adding people to her stable? Well, I don't like with this weird rumor that it's not. It just seems to kind of be WWE talking out of both sides of their mouth, where somebody like Brock Lesnar, who talks like a clown, and he gets every opportunity, you know, under the sun. Andrade now the rumor is that he's not getting like main event title opportunities because he cannot speak English but he has Zelina and we know he has the ability and it's just kind of like I would that's that's less a rumor and more of just well what have we seen in the past that's probably what's going on uh what do you mean like in ter- in terms of we in have evidence of, uh, of what like Andrade's decision making okay yeah, um, I guess this this is just kind of um, you know I, you know the 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 those who speak those who have word in the locker room those with ears I guess are just hearing that Andrade would be getting that next level push from Vince if he did say something in English. Yeah, um, I mean the problem is that <sighs> sorry, um, the drugs are getting to me. The problem with that is, like, we could also say, like, man, Dolph would probably be 
champion multiple times if he just didn't sound like such a fucking weenie when he gave his promos. Like, it like should have been the, me. Yeah, it should have been me. I, I, we've we've talked a lot about like casting. I think it's more, um, in my opinion, it's the decision to just go full bore into like uh, if we're gonna let Asuka do japanese promos we have to not treat it like a joke and let it be a real thing and then like sell the believability to the fans um but i i mean i i agree it would be nice to see apollo get a real push um but i'm gonna remind you that we said 20 minutes and we are at 36 minutes now okay and my eyeballs starting to hurt so all right do, well, do you want to jump into the no i was just uh um i think that that's a, a great counter example bringing up asuka because nobody knows what she's saying but it's still so charismatic and impassioned we're all in hook line and sinker and we just want the most out of her career and we just want her to win 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 yeah absolutely so maybe andrade not necessarily learn english but maybe learn asuka it's an unspoken language of wrestling charisma um Matt, I know uh, one thing we like to do before we close out the show is just kind of do the Wednesday Night Wars. And, yeah, and uh, I apologize, everybody. It's uh, hopefully you understand why we're cutting it short. Yeah, with uh, Matt's eyeball not working, it's uh, it's a little tough for him to do the show anyway. Also, so. uh, it was super tough for me to... I did not watch any wrestling on Wednesday. It uh, kind of makes sense because I could not open my eyes. All right, well, I'll, I'll try and give you a quick rundown here. We'll do uh, some quick top threes on both shows. Uh, Matt... Moment number three for NXT, uh, Charlotte de- demolishing Maya Gim. Uh, some people gave this a really good grade. I just, man, it's it's what we it's what we foresaw. Uh, yeah. uh, Charlotte coming in and just destroying all the any woman of credibility on NXT. Um, Charlotte looked dominant. Maya, you know, had a few spots, but yeah, you know. I don't know. You didn't. You didn't watch the match, but Matt, uh, based on that description, uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, yeah, you, you you said it right. That's what we thought would, you know, was the fear. Uh, the only thing is, we were also happy that Mia Yim was the first choice because um, that's someone she could destroy, and I think she's done a lot of losing in NXT, so we weren't really in any danger of losing like a top talent, like if she had like just run over Io. So at right. least from that perspective, like that sucks to say. That's the silver lining is that at least she destroyed someone that already loses every match. So kind of weird. Still don't understand the decision, but you know, now we're only in the middle of it. So got a long way to go before we hit the end. Yeah, for sure. Uh, moment number three for AEW, I'd say, uh, is probably Britt Baker, uh, getting a full about five, seven, seven minute segment of her just being in her doctor's office and, uh, berating her, uh, sidekick makeup assistant. Um, we might have a uh, third party here. It's the frog. That frog wakes up here. All right. Frog weighing in uh, definitely agrees with Britt Baker. Matt, uh, I think it's just important to, to notate two things. Uh, one, Britt taking uh, more shots at Tony Schiavone, who when the camera cut back to him, uh, she cut at his weight, at his crooked teeth, um, and his inability to speak. Uh, I think he came just a little off guard for that. I think he was a little humbled by her, her heel work. Uh, so yeah. I felt kind of bad for that. Uh, he's like, I don't know why she said that. I thought we were friends. <laughs> he legitimately sounded kind of hurt, and it yeah. kind of broke my heart a little bit. Uh, but 
Um, we finally have a, a female doing non-title work, non, it should have been me promos. None of that. It was just her being a turd, uh, being entitled. She wasn't even gunning for championships. She was just getting out how great Britt Baker is. Matt, don't we need to see more of this? Um, not just in AEW, but across <laughs> both uh, uh, promotions. Absolutely not. No way. Yeah, absolutely you should. <laughs> What's your number two um, for NXT? Uh, number two for NXT, Matt. Um, I'm gonna, gonna go ahead with uh, Candice LeRae, Matt. So we're doing back to back women's contributions to the show here. Uh, Candice is debuting new music. Uh, she's got a new uh, color to her hair, which is always a you know metaphoric change. Um, and she got a win over uh, Mrs. Ricochet. Um, I think it's it's uh, it's a good idea. I think Candice and Gargano, you know, kind of run um, run it dry as far as you know being the baby faces of the company. I'm, I'm excited for this. Um, Matt, didn't you think this was uh, not? I don't. I wouldn't even say it's overdue. I would say this is just good timing to kind of reboot both those characters. I agree. Matt, well said. Uh, <laughs> number two here. Sorry, for, my uh, really hurts right now. Sorry. Uh, number two for AEW. Jeez, uh, um, we just had a series of uh, um, squashes. Um, we had Sean Spears, what Wardlow. <laughs> And Brody Lee all wanted squashes, and then Murderhawk uh, defeated Dustin uh, Rhodes in uh, in kind of a glorified squash. Um, I don't think that I don't think that any of them were really out of place either. Um, as this as this promotion tries to build up some of their monsters, try to build up some of their heels, I don't know if there's really a world where right now we want Wardlow having twenty minute classics. Uh, where you want the murder hawk, like having a 25 minute classic with Dustin Rhodes and Brody Lee, again, another guy you don't want, you know, somebody like going toe to toe with them. Um, of those, of those matches, obviously murder hawk fought, you know, the guy we love, you know, one of Dusty Rhodes kids who's been in the game forever. Um, but the one who interestingly enough, you know, had the, had the most credible squash was Brody because he fought Marco stunt who, you know, gets pretty good uh, TV time. So I think it was just kind of neat to see how they uh, divvied up, not just that there was a squash, but who you squashed. And that right now this company really favors Brody and they really favor the murder hawk. Those all, those all make sense to me. And I, I was pretty happy to watch even last week. Uh, so this is two straight weeks in a row, I guess is what you're saying of Wardlow and Brody uh, getting some squashes in. Um but yeah, that's that's what you need to do, and especially at this time, I think if if you're gonna throw in some squash matches uh, to kind of get get some matches and some content out of the way, while there won't be any fans there, you don't really get huge reactions during squash matches, uh, especially with guys and characters you're trying to build. You know, it'd right. be different if it was like Kenny Omega out there, but. Um, yeah, getting those guys just to build their character. This is the time to do it, and those were all the the right decision in, in my book. Yeah, uh, number one moment from NXT, Matt, um, and it's one that I think could have had a little more oomph to it if we didn't have the results that we had last week. But Drake Maverick uh, evened up his win loss record in this cruiserweight um, tournament and defeated Tony Nese. Uh, best abs in the business. I don't know the last time you saw Tony Nese's ring gear, Matt, but he purposefully cuts it out, so all you see is the abs. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, Drake he's won a heart. For, yeah. He's yeah, got his he, corn in the cob out. Yeah, he's corn on the cob. Uh, Drake, uh, you know, won a, a match that I think maybe lost a little bit of the emotional tug to it, knowing that he's not going to go undefeated, uh, knowing that he's not going to job out all the way. Matt, um, I know your eyeball's killing you, but what, do you, what is the end game for Drake here? Why did they even give him a win? I think it's just if he's if he's already moving on, if that's the case, just to like he he did so much while he was here to be such a doofus. I think maybe they're just giving him that the the rub that he might maybe doesn't even need, but the one that he deserves before he heads out. And if he's actually sticking around, then build up the guy that that uh, you know you're gonna keep. Yeah, I never would have thought that of all the guys and ladies that WWE was releasing, that the one who would get the Dean Ambrose treatment would be Drake Maverick. Because remember, Dean on the way out got to have some wins. Uh, he got prominent TV time. He got promos. He got to get himself over. Obviously, it's probably, you know, because I want to sell some Shield DVDs and T-shirts. But still, you know, knowing he's going to be such a prominent spot on AEW, they're basically promoting a guy and making him look like a million bucks out the door. So surprising decision there, Matt. Um, and the number one moment was just because it was the best match. And then I, I guess I had the question that I did want to uh, toss your way here was um, the Rhodes brothers uh, pulled the curtain and they closed the show. Um, the best match was opening Cody and Darby. This was match number three. First one was a draw. Second one was Cody victory. Third one, also a Cody victory. Um, the match is all about that TNT television tournament. Uh, so basically what we're setting up now is Cody and the murder hawk in the finals. Mm-hmm. So Matt, my question I posed to you, I know you didn't get to see it. Um, eyeball putting you on the, on the DL there, but do the long-term implications of this tournament's finale, do they balance out Darby getting jobbed out again? I mean, from what I saw, it looks like he landed his finisher and it was one of those uh, half C finishes where Cody gets to walk away with the win, but he's more damaged uh, than Darby. So they, they at least tried to make it 50-50 for the victory, which is one of my least favorite things to do uh, in pro wrestling. But, um, I mean, we talked about it last week. Like, we knew Darby was going to lose. And, um, you know, I didn't like that the Spanish God lost last week. So I, uh, it, that's why I thought it made more sense for him to beat Darby was because we knew that Cody was going to go to the finals. And now Cody's really just crossed out Darby on his his book for guys to fight instead of it being you know a draw and then a win and a loss now it's a draw two wins boom done now the next time we fight I've already taken you down so you've got to you know sneak in two wins I don't know there's there's a lot to to dissect there before it's yeah I mean it's uh yeah, it, it definitely uh, feels like this is this is all a big move to get over the murder hog because um, if you had a finals that was Darby versus murder hog, right? Yeah, um, kind of scary. Yeah, I guess uh, you know even if Darby if he didn't first if he won murder hog goes down not a credible master. Um, if he has a somewhat competitive match murder hog goes down not a credible monster. So I guess at all costs they want to get over a guy with a red braided mohawk and if your goal is to have everybody get over darby's already over because he put up a pretty good fight against you know the biggest name in the company the ceo 
Cody's going to be in the in the finals, and then Murderhawk is more than likely going to be the first champion with this belt. So I guess you could see three for three. It's just at what point do you, do you finally start letting Darby win? Because uh, he had the yeah. best match of uh, Wednesday. Well, if you want to check out the rest of our content, folks, you can go to bodpodcast.com and brothersofdiscussion.com. Again, sorry for cutting it short. Actually, we didn't really cut it too far short now that I look at the time. But I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. And, uh, again, it's uh, at bodpodcast on Twitter, at uh, brothers underscore of underscore discussion on Instagram. And, again, starting this Monday, I'm going to be trying to do nap time uh, from the Brothers of Discussion, discussing uh, on Twitter live. Uh, whatever's going on that day, and then uh, we can keep uh, we can keep up to date on Monday Night Raw, see what's going on Wednesdays, all that fun stuff. All right, thank you everybody for tuning in, and hopefully I'll have two eyeballs when I see you on Monday. All right, Woo! bye.